Hello, and thank you for listening to Renewables, a podcast by Biostar, which aims to explore the current and future energy landscape in America. Hello, and welcome back to Renewables. We are really excited about this week's episode with Chuck Herchala from the Evolution Energy Partners. Chuck is the CEO of Evolution, uh, based in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Chuck, thank you so much for making some time today, and uh, we're really excited to chat with you about your growing business and all the things that you're doing for your customers. Thank you for being on Renewables. David, thanks for having me. You know, this this is a great opportunity to you know connect and get our message out and to you know talk about some of the great things we've been able to do lately. Absolutely, yeah. You you have been in the news a lot lately, and so I want to get into your company and I want to I want our viewers and listeners to really understand what you all do. But first, uh, let's talk about you. Tell our viewers and listeners a little bit about your background. Where'd you go to school? And when and why did you get into the energy business? Um, and then and then we'll jump into kind of how you got to where you are today and, and what evolution does. Sure. Um, my undergraduate graduate degree is from Boston College in economics, and I have an MBA in finance from Villanova University. Um, you know, two competing schools, but you know, they they, they both serve me well. And in terms of how did I get in the energy business? Sadly, I'm a one-trick pony. I've been in the energy business my whole career. My um, my family had an energy um, marketing company, primarily on the petroleum side. Uh, operated up and down the East Coast, supplying gasoline, diesel fuel, heating oil to end-use customers like SEPTA, Amtrak, Conrail, Lar- FedEx, UPS, large customers, um, and. When I got into the business, I got us into natural gas, electricity, propane, and you know some of the more unique, um, newer um, deregulating, deregulating uh, commodities. And uh, we we've peaked at on the petroleum side. We probably peaked at about a half a billion gallons a year in annual sales. And wow. Then we um, ended up selling to Delmarva Power in the late '90s, uh, kind of as deregulation was really hitting. We saw an opportunity um, for my father to be able to uh, basically monetize and and exit. And he uh, jumped at the chance, <laughs> kind of changed my long-term game plan because um, yeah. that, <laughs> that was my plan to stay in it. Um, but no, it, it, it worked out well. We sold to Delmarva Power. They had some difficulties um, operating in the deregulated world. They my piece of the business, the natural gas and electric, to uh, UGI Corporation, who is hmm. Fortune 500 uh, energy company uh, based out of King of Prussia, uh, Pennsylvania, lo- locally here. It owns a few uh, natural gas utilities, an electric utility, unregulated assets, and then international assets um, on the, primarily on the propane and natural gas side. So I was. I was up there for 15 years as VP of national accounts. That's where we started this operation actually as a division of UGI, um, probably about 10 years ago. And then about six years ago, um, I ended up buying the operation uh, away from the company. Got it. Very interesting. So you, uh, this is perfect for this conversation because obviously we're a renewable energy company. 
one of the themes of the podcast is sort of renewing to make sure your company's staying relevant. Uh, and so you kind of were doing that a long time ago with um, what was cutting edge back then with with gas and and bringing new markets to your family's business. And so um, at, a little bit later, I obviously want to get into, as you might guess, renewables and how important you think that is as you kind of look into the future for your company and start to add uh, different services to your business. So that is all very interesting. And so I have to go way back to the college conversation for a second. Which basketball team do you cheer for? <laughs> uh, it, BC's basketball team has not been extremely strong. Um, so I, I definitely am a Villanova basketball fan, but I, I wrestled at Boston College. So I got okay. some, of the, some of the basketball players up there during that time, but it was... Uh, it, it, it was it was a great period of my life. I, I really enjoyed it. But Villanova basketball is, is legendary, so I have to cheer. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm a, a born and raised in Kansas here, and uh, college basketball is very important to us as well. So had to ask, had to ask. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what is Evolution Energy Partners? What Tell us about the company and, and your value proposition to your customers. What types of customers do you have? And what are some of the things, uh, sort of your main business lines? And then I want to get to uh, some of your the new things that you're doing because you're, you're growing and you're adding services all the time. So tell us about Evolution and um, sort of the suite of services you provide for your customers. Well, if you, if you kind of go back to how it started, we, we really started on the energy procurement side. Um, under primarily a broker model, but also, you know, can, you know, that's how the market is primarily driven, but we can also be on retainer with a client, um, helping them from procurement, contract negotiation, um, hedging strategy, um, all, all the things on commodity risk management, basically. And that's how we, that's how we started um, at, when we were part of UGI. As we, as we broke out of, UGI, I realized that any savings that you're able to um, offer a client is really temporary because we're talking about an actively traded commodity. Um, a lot of people in our industry really try to sell based on savings, but if you represent it correctly, it's really risk management. Um, and savings I knew would come from reducing consumption that's permanent reduction yeah, that's permanent savings sure so i knew that it was important that we immediately started um the engineering side of our operation um so the engineering side of our operation married with our commodity risk management side it really presents synergies um working together um to the long-term benefit of the client and i think that made us you know pretty unique in the marketplace and I think the, the name of our company, Evolution, you know, really, really speaks to what I wanted to see our company continue to do, but also, you know, address what's going on in the energy business and making sure that we're always on the cutting edge and make sure we're not falling behind what the market needs. Sure. Yeah, we, we like to say the leading edge, not the bleeding edge. So, uh, and the engineering side of your company is, is really impressive for our viewers and listeners. Uh, we have, we're very fortunate to be working on several projects with Evolution right now. And you all do sort of what our energy services business does from the engineering side of things in that 
you'll go into a building and, and you know, top to bottom, evaluate it, um, tell your customer how much they can expect to spend and how much they can expect to save on various energy conservation measures and upgrades. The difference for you, and it's it's a good good differentiator, is that you have this huge book of customers that you're helping on the procurement side of things. So you sort of have the customers built in there. But I've seen firsthand your your engineering team does a, a fantastic job, and um, I think you know it makes sense that you're able to. Uh, you have a lot of customers. It sounds like that really are long term customers, and I I think that's got to be a testament to you're able to provide so many different things for them and be a resource in so many different ways. So um, I've really enjoyed getting to know the engineering side of your business and you have a rock solid team. Um, tell us a little bit about your growth because it seems like uh, you're, you're bringing more people on the team and you're starting to kind of dabble in some different things and try to bring different things to your customers. One of them being renewable energy and we're very fortunate again to have this solar partnership with us. So talk to us about your growth and where you see kind of the company growing and evolving um, in the next five, 10 years. We, we've been very lucky. Um, we, we have enjoyed some consistent, steady growth in the five to six years we've been um, away from UGI. Um, we've, we've been lucky to find some great employees. Um, with difficulties um, in the in the employee hiring, we've, there's been hurdles, but right now uh, I, I love the team we have, um, and that growth is really due to the quality of the quality of the team that we've been able to build right now. But we we have been acknowledged, um, you know, in the press, you know, with the growth we've experienced, you know, in this year was the second year in a row that we were uh, ranked as one of the fastest growing companies in Philadelphia. Um, in the soaring 76 and then this year we also were included um, I think Philly 100 again another um, ranking and then uh, Inc 5000 we made we made that list this year but uh, honestly wow. the, the award that I love the most is where we were um, ranked in the small category in Philadelphia Business Journal as the second best place to work so that's that's our employees saying that this is a good place to be. And yeah. from my standpoint, establishing a culture that where people like each other, like what they're doing, find it fulfilling um, is, is huge. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's really great. And those are some, that's really impressive. And I, I love that award too, because I, I agree that culture is so key to, you know, when you're team building and, and building out good teams, um, you all, have some really interesting teams and some really interesting customers. Um, can you brag a little bit on kind of like, what are some of the most um, exciting projects or, or customers that you have coming into the business? And then I want to get into, you know, the renewable side of things because you obviously are an expert um, in energy procurement and have a, a really good understanding of, you know, the, the deregulated markets. I'm, I'm curious your take on the importance of renewables now, um, you know, the sort of ESG wave that I think we all agree that we're feeling a little bit. Um, curious from your perspective, you know, how important is this to your customers now and how important do you think it is going forward? Oh, I, I, I think it's critical. Um, 
now it's going to the demand for ESG is going to grow exponentially over the next several years and, and decades. Um, you know, I think the engineering side plays into into that from the energy efficiency, carbon reduction, all all of those types of things, emission reductions. So that's that's our that's our that was always our starting point from a sustainability platform. But we we definitely realize and we've been discussing other solutions, obviously solar, you know, whether it be under, you know, just a straight up ins installation under a PPA, VPPAs, we've, we've been working on some unique um, large deals in conjunction with some um, other partners that I have um, on some very, very large uh, VPPAs. And I think that ESG movement has to continue to evolve and grow from not just talking about consumption. You know, we're, you're going to have clients, especially the larger clients, that are under more of the public microscope, um, talk talk about and find ways that they're going to have to address behavior um, internally of their companies, as well as they're really going upstream to their vendors and saying, "What are you doing from a sustainability standpoint?" So, because of that type of um, nature of the relationships between companies. The, the need for our services is going to continue to grow. You know, we have an online utility bill management platform that really helps people um, tie into Energy Star and really help with different certifications um, and ratings, so that the so that their properties and their operations can fit in with the the different municipal rules that are now required in, around the country, but also to um, self manage and to benchmark their own properties against each other to identify anomalies. So sure. our, our, our model is really to be, you know, an outside resource for all clients um, to help them look at their energy platform and their energy consumption um, to find ways to have a positive environment on positive impact on the environment, but also to improve themselves financially. You know, it's, it's nice sure. to address both sides of green. The green from an environmental standpoint, but the green from the monetary standpoint too. Right, absolutely. They're they're both important, and the more that we can make it a sound financial decision, uh, the faster you know we'll be able to accelerate the growth of renewables and energy efficiency. Um, that's that's really interesting. The utility bill management platform. Oh, real quick, I want to back up. I try to be conscious of this because a lot of our viewers, I think, are kind of at a higher level, twenty, thirty thousand stand foot standfoot view, uh, excuse me, uh, point of view. So I think a lot of, I'm going to let Spencer edit that. I think a lot of our um, listeners and viewers kind of live at 30,000 feet. So ESG, environmental social governance, we talk about that. It's a really common theme on the show. I would point our listeners to uh, our episode with Jeff Fromm about the purpose advantage and how brands are increasingly focused on how to put purpose into their brand and be able to, you know, affect that discerning consumer uh, by by you know highlighting the um, the sustainability of their company or the purpose of their company. So uh, this is something we absolutely we talk about all the time, and and you're really touching on some great points here. I want to dive into that utility bill management service just for a minute. That's really interesting because you're seeing a lot of municipalities, Kansas City being one of them, uh, around the country, 
passing laws saying that, you know, as an owner of a commercial building, you need to report. Uh, you mentioned Energy Star has a score. There are some other metrics out there as well. Is that something that you provide for all of your customers, like any procurement customer that you have, you provide that utility bill management platform? Yes, ab ab absolutely. Um, if, they're, if they're using our services, we, we allow our clients to take advantage of that, um, that platform. And, you know, it's like, like we talked about, we do so much in commercial real estate. Um, this, this service, you know, really allows them to understand the impact of what we're doing when we're taking actions and making recommendations, you know, the results can be shown and quantified, you know, through the M and B platform that's tied to this, this bill management system. Wow. That's really neat. It's a, it's a turnkey solution. So you, you bring a lot more to your customers kind of right off the bat than a lot of your competition does. And that's hugely important because I just want to stress in Kansas city right now, if you own a portfolio of, you know, 20 or 30 buildings or, or three, um, you, as of a couple of years ago, have to start benchmarking all of your utility consumption and you have to report uh, basically through a, an online portal. And so that can be, you know, a pretty, pretty tedious task. I mean, that's something that um, you have to do now that you didn't have to do a couple of years ago. So uh, that's pretty neat. And, you know, Kansas and Missouri, obviously, we're not deregulated markets, so we don't have a lot of companies like yours in here serving us, but um, that in particular seems like, you know, a, a business platform that you could spread even beyond the deregulated markets. Um, is that most of your work, Chuck, is it is it pretty focused in the deregulated markets? Is that where kind of 99% of your customers live? Or tell our viewers, you know, where you have customers, what parts of the country and, and how active your business is in those various regions. We operate nationwide. Um, we actually have also done, uh, on a procurement standpoint, we actually did a procurement, facilitated procurement event in Germany um, this year. So we nice. have, we, we do have some international capabilities through some partners in certain countries. But um, on the procurement, obviously, we are limited to only the deregulated states. But it could be deregulated for electric, could be deregulated for natural gas, both or individually. Um, and that really covers a big big chunk of the country. The engineering, sure. our, our engineering, we're, we're doing um, engineering projects, energy efficiency projects um, across the country. Not, it has no tie or rhyme or reason related to um, the deregulation. And the nice part is this year, because of the pandemic and, you know, the impact it's had on our economy and capital constraints of our, of different clients around the country, the engineering has really taken off like you can't believe because we have some very unique financing options that allow clients to do these energy efficiency projects and receive the financial benefits through cash flow improvement without putting yeah. out any capital whatsoever. So um, capital preservation, yet OPEX reduction tied into one solution has been extremely, extremely popular over the past nine months. So don't get too down in the weeds, but like, what does an actual project look like? Um, and, and then let's talk a little bit about, if you don't mind, we could talk about some of the projects we're kind of looking at from a solar standpoint. But when you say your engineering business, tell our viewers, 
what your folks are doing and what a typical project um, is sort of consist of? Sure. Um, when, since we started the company, I really believe that we needed to put ourselves at risk and demonstrate our expertise before we have a client engage with us. You know, there's a lot of consultants and brokers out there that have people sign engagement letters and such. Um, whether it's on the procurement or on the engineering side, we do all of our analysis and all of our engineering upfront at no risk to the client. And that product that we develop through that initial process is hopefully what earns us the business on a going forward basis. So on engineering, at no cost to the client, we'll come in and do a complete, basically the equivalent of an ASHRAE level two uh, energy audit of a facility, looking at all energy consuming loads from mechanical, HVAC, lighting, uh, water, you name it. Um, and we, we, it could be, depending on the size of the property, it could be one day to up to several days. And we're investing all that time and effort. Um, some people charge as much as $20,000 for these types of audits. You know, we mm -hmm. do it at no cost up front. But then we come back with, uh, with what we find and what our recommendations are. While we're doing that audit, we're listening to the operational people that are walking us around. So we, not only are we using our own eyes and ears to see and identify what we see as opportunities, we're also asking them, what are the headaches that you have to deal with operationally and economically? Sure. Um, so after we come out of the audit, we come back with these recommendations and our recommendations, if, if it's just based on what we find, not based on the headache issue, um, we typically are recommending solutions that have three, anywhere, four year payback or less. Um, obviously, if they have a headache that might have a longer term payback, but they want to address, you know, we'll obviously incorporate that. But when we, when we show them our recommendations with the various ECM's energy conservation measures that we're recommending, we'll show them the gross capital cost of the project. We'll show them all the free money that's available through state and utility and possibly independent uh, grant and rebate programs. Then we'll show them the net cost of the, the project. And that will then we'll show you the simple payback on that, the, the ROI. Um, you know, two and a half years, three years, 1.8 years, um, depending on the, on the cost and the, and the savings that it's going to generate. And then, and then you wrap capital around all that if they need financing or if they want to do it sort of paid, paid from savings. A a absolutely. So then we show them the cash flow analysis. If they, if they are, if they want to use one of our various financing options. So it might cost, you know, on a, in a simple way, it might cost $7,000 a month on a five-year equipment lease or something like that, but it's saving $10,000 a month. So it's brand new cash flow of 36 grand a year, you know, yep. along those lines. So they have all the tools to say go or no go. And if it's a go, self-finance or third party. Yeah, that's great. And it's, we've been uh, very fortunate and excited that you've been offering solar to your customers more and more. Uh, you know, you know, it doesn't work in every state, uh, but certainly a lot of the states that your team's working in and, and a lot of the customers that you're representing have such big uh, loads and such, you know, big electricity users uh, that solar becomes a really interesting option. And 
So we're excited about a couple of opportunities in New Jersey, a couple of opportunities in PA to uh, you know bring clean energy to your customers and and maximize that savings. Um, before we sign off, Chuck, I want to make sure um, you let our listeners and followers uh, know how to follow your company, whether it be on social or how to find you online. Um, and, and then we'll sign off and I really can't thank you enough for coming on the show. It's been a great conversation and, uh, you're running a fantastic business out there and one that we're very, very fortunate and excited to be partnered with. So how do we find evolution online? You can find us at www.evolutionep.com and, um, you'll, you'll find all the tools and all the resources there to see the various services that that we offer, hopefully, you know, they'll, and if there are questions that they have, they'll obviously be, all of our contact information will be on there as well. Awesome. David, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, it's been great. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Renewables with Chuck Herchala, the CEO of Evolution Energy Partners in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Don't forget to follow the podcast uh, and Wherever you listen to your podcasts, hit the follow button, subscribe to Renewables, and thank you for listening. Chuck, thank you, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks, David. Take care.